1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen at the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And while you're there, you can also support the show. And you can also, if you click down a little bit, you'll see on the dashboard, it says radio show. And what that means is if you ever miss any element of the show, for whatever reason, God forbid, but if for whatever reason you miss it, you can go back and then listen to we um, we uh, put everything almost in library form with dates and guests and topics and everything, folks. It's a true happening. And also, that's a good way to contact me. Now, as many of you know, I do have a direct pipeline. Try to get questions answered with the governor under this uh, format that is constrained. Very anxious to see if the Ramundo people are going to change this. With, uh, with Saturday. Now, folks, all eyes on the State House in this afternoon. We are going to carry, obviously, Governor Mundo with her uh, live press briefing. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, as we kick things off on this Thursday, I'll tell you who's open is PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, Rhode Island's number one garden center. Stop it and see them. They are open. They are compliant with the state. It's Steve and Debbie and uh, Junior. Safe environment when you arrive. Rhode Island's number one garden center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. They're right off of Route 4. Folks, pop in. They're also obviously big supporters of the program, for crying out loud. But they have uh, beautiful pansy flats, pansy bags, hangers and bowls. They have geraniums. They have, wait till you see the selection of colors of hydrangeas. It really, this time of year and everything that we're going through. Uh, Mother's Day, obviously on Sunday. Why not? Stop by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center or get a gift certificate for your mom. But what a beautiful selection of flowers. And as we're learning, you know, it's so healthy to be outside gardening. It's not only is it good for you physically, right? You're getting some exercise. You're getting some uh, some outdoor activity. But on top of that, it's also mentally good for you because then you get to watch to see it grow. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. They have a great Facebook page. Folks, stop in and see them right off of Route 4, right down the street from Tarbox Toyota. Landscape Materials, Screen Loom. Uh, black, black, brown, hemlock, mulch, pickup and delivery. They have a great Facebook page, PR, Landscape Materials and Garden Center. And then also you can always call them, 295-4399, or email them, prmaterials uh, at cox.net. Oh, they also finally have a website. We'll have to add that, prmaterials, oh, dot shop. All right, I will get the details on that. I will get the details on that. Well, folks, good morning. I want to say good morning to uh, everybody on Facebook Live. Now, our format for today is uh, Attorney Tim Dodd coming up next hour. A number of people have been asking me questions. Our friend Bob was asking me, how does a governor's executive order, uh, you know, take over a Trump your constitutional rights. We're going to talk about that and more with attorney Tim Dodd coming up next hour. And then also at one o'clock, we will carry the Governor Mundo press briefing, the Governor Mundo press briefing. Now, it is a big day, and especially, you know, maybe not for everyone, but in Massachusetts, folks, this is a good example. In Massachusetts was one of the few states that banned golf. Could not golf in Massachusetts. As many of you know, some golfers, highly publicized national story, were actually arrested in Rhode Island for coming into Rhode Island. They parked at a McDonald's. They kind of switched vehicles. And then someone ratted them out, and they they were actually arrested. Well, there's a golf owner in Massachusetts that starting tomorrow, she was going to open. Come hella high water, she was set to open. And so it was building towards a little bit of a showdown. So as of today, right now, Golf courses in Massachusetts are now open. 
immediately, which is good for all golfers. It's good for everyone. But, folks, it also I think it's very important to see that this also, to me, kind of comes into play that shows a little bit of what some leaders are going to do when faced with the fact that they could be challenged by businesses. Now, Massachusetts Golf Course allowed to reopen now, but with restrictions But now think of that. Massachusetts has joined 49 other states allowing golfers to return to the links. So and and not a moment too soon. Now, there are some some different um, restrictions that are involved with it, but certainly nothing that can't be uh, over overtaken. Now, also keep in mind coming up this Monday, many of you are upset about the way things have been going. Too much government overreach. And so we will be having you don't even have to get out of your car. But we're going to have more details coming up. But this Monday, there's going to be a reopen Rhode Island. You don't have to leave your car. We're just encouraging you from 12 to 2 to circle the state house and ask for restrictions to be lifted. A good example of what's going on. How about that Texas governor who said he's making church an essential service? That Governor Abbott. Now, that is someone who is a leader. Religious services added to the list of essential services. Think of that compared to Rhode Island, where still the churches are closed. I still can't get over that, that the churches are closed. Uh, I see no reason for that in any way. The same restrictions that they have with spacing out people uh, in the pews, the churches are certainly large enough. They could offer mass, you know, every hour and have someone organize. I know the churches depend a lot on volunteers. But think of the number of people that would really welcome right now if, in fact, that churches could be reopened. That's one of the reasons, by the way. That's one of the reasons why we're going to have the rally coming up, reopen rally on Monday. Now, today, as I said, the next couple of days are very significant because Governor Raimondo was set. Today, um, we're going to learn she's expected to make the announcement on the stay-at-home order. It could be extended. I don't think it's going to be extended. And certain things are going to loosen up. I still don't think it's enough. You have the guidelines. I believe. I believe it's not enough. This was an emergency. I'm not saying it wasn't. Uh, No one wants anyone to die. Some of the people out there that perpetrate that, uh, the people that somehow if they want to return to work or get the business open or if you want to go and whatever, get your hair done or go shopping or whatever, that somehow then you're one of those people that you want people to die. I mean, that is absolutely ridiculous. I don't buy into that. That should not be permeated. Uh, there are certain government officials that have, have stepped up in this. And then you have people like, you know, Mayor Alorza, who is telling people to shame other people. Now, yesterday, after the press briefing, I did, in fact, and let me say good morning. Hi there. This is Suzanne Walker and Susie. Hola, Ryan, and a lot more. Nice crowd. Give a thumbs up on Facebook Live as people are enjoying uh, the broadcast on Facebook Live. But, folks, um, you know, yesterday I did ask Governor Raimondo afterwards during the press briefing this situation and asked her, what do you think about Governor, excuse me, Mayor Lorza encouraging vigilantism, encouraging people to shame people? And, you know, he is someone, he's going to have his own list of restrictions. He's trying to make himself relevant. Uh, you know, well, it's going to cure the people not wearing a mask. If you have someone, people don't know enough about the mask. There's too many restrictions. There's too many different guidelines. No one can keep straight of exactly what the executive orders are. We have come a long way. We have come a long way in just a matter of two months in order to adapt about. And some of the things are common sense things, by the way, 
that should have been allowed in the first place, such or should have been enforced, I should say, such as there are employers who would shame people or force people to go to work when they were sick. You also, though, you know, that also extends, though, how in the public sector, sick time is abused, such as the Warwick teachers that take 90 sick days a year. Uh, in Providence, the average teacher uses 25 to 30 sick days a year. That's total abuse. Compared with people, if you have a job and you're working for an employer and you want to remain gainfully employed, let's face it, if you're sick after a while, and we've all been through it, there is pressure to return to the workforce. There absolutely is pressure. And no one's going to tell me differently. And so things like washing your hands and distancing and not going out, you know, the simple element of not going out when you're sick, that would cut down on the flu, that would cut down on the common cold. How about people, you know, we suddenly this has made people realize that you need better restrictions when it comes to visiting people in the hospital and nursing homes. It was accepted. How many people listening right now? Now it's 1115. It's Sean DePietro. By the way, if you're watching on Facebook Live, please share with your friends. Let them know that you're also uh, watching it. Encourage them to tune in as well. But how many people, it was just accepted that if you go in the hospital, that you could get an infection. People go in for one thing and they get an infection and then they die. They never emerge from the hospital because it's just accepted. Oh, there's a lot of germs and uh, illness and different uh, infections flying around hospitals. That should never have been accepted. You have people that you go into a restaurant and the people before you were sick and they were touching the table. Then you pick up their germs. The cleaning element of spreading germs and viruses is obviously, folks, coming to an end. And the same thing, how many people listing... In the past, I remember people saying, asking their employer, can I work from home? No, you must come into the office. And then suddenly they realize you can be effective and work from home. So we're about to change into um, a different pattern. I want to mention about that governor of New York, Governor Cuomo, who continues to get high praise. He said something yesterday. I, I recognize, you know, it's interesting. There are many people in New York that don't like Governor Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo. And uh, there's people there that say, you don't know about this and you don't know that he did that. And, and and I admit that is true. See, the thing is, there are people that see Governor Raimondo and they don't know some of her background. So it's fresh. It's like meeting someone and you don't know all the baggage they carry around. All you know is your first impression is the person, you know, seems pretty likable or competent. But Governor Cuomo, he he is without question. He is very gifted. The way he can tell a story, present an argument That is not a common skill. But he said something that I think is really interesting that's going on in New York, and it plays to a larger point. Hear me out. 66% of the people were at home, which is shocking to them. So all these infections they have in New York, and they're all in and around New York City, right? The stay-at-home order. The number of people that have been in the hospital, they had a spike in a hospital, 66% were not on the front lines, were not people that in any way could have been or should have been exposed. They were staying at home. 46% were unemployed. 37% retired. So he said, so that's not, they're not working. They're not traveling. These are people who are literally at home. And Cuomo then said something else. And I think this is so important. And whatever you're doing right now at 1118, I, I recognize he's a Democrat, okay? But there are certain elements that I believe 
that should cut across both party lines. Doesn't matter to me whether you're Republican or Democrat. To me, immigration is one thing. Taxes is another thing. But anyhow, listen to what Governor Cuomo said yesterday. It reinforces what we've been saying is so much of this comes down to what you do to protect yourself. Everything is closed down. Government has done everything it could. Society has done everything it could. You have to protect yourself. Are you wearing a mask? Are you using hand sanitizer? Are you staying away from older people? You know, think about that. And, and I love that. They've done everything they possibly can. This is an example, folks, and we're seeing it around us. Boy, we have real sheep amongst us. Isn't it frightening? You see these people online. We truly have, as much as some people think America and what it stands for and the power of it. And people talk about how we, you know, we're capitalism and a free society and that we're, you know, we don't want communism. We don't want socialism. And many of you, especially people listening to me in this type of program, you, you cherish your freedom. You're, you cherish your constitutional rights. Some people would be more than content to go along for the ride. I, I find it it's so intriguing when you think, think back. And, and I remember being a Bishop Hendrickson and going through history and, and as we're going through what went on in Germany and how many times in classes and discussions and you've seen people say, how could someone like Hitler ever take over? How do the people just step to the side and how did they go along with the restrictions and, and how did those people suddenly let their businesses be closed and the burning of the books and getting on trains and the countries being closed? And people would say, how could people just go look around? I mean, I, I am, in many ways, it is frightening how quickly, boom, people drop opposition. Oh, okay, do you just want me to close my store? I'll close my store. Oh, do you want me to just stay at home? And every day at 1 o'clock, boom, drop whatever you're doing. And we listen to the imperial leader give you your source of instruction of what you should do. This is frightening to me. But I love Cuomo saying that. Listen. We're doing everything we can. Look how many people have become completely reliant on the government. And I've been telling many of you, stop worrying about other people. You know, stop worrying about, well, I saw my neighbor. You, this is, as I've told you, this is survival time. This is absolutely survival time. And um, taking credit for the openings briefly. Yeah, that's right. So this is a situation where, (laughs) that's comical. I like the fact that Mayor Alorza, Gene Velicenti, gave Alorza pushback on this mask shaming. As I said yesterday, the mayor of Providence, I think people should be shamed into wearing a mask. This is the same guy who has no problem with a grown man or woman sitting at the corner with a cop panhandling. Or someone laying on a bench in Kennedy Plaza, laying there, you know, blanked up out of their mind, urinating on themselves. He is no with that. If you with Mayor Lorza, if you see someone passed out on the sidewalk, you would have politely step over them, right? There's no shame in someone standing in front of uh, Kennedy Plaza saying, "Got any spare change? You got any spare change?" Or panic. That's totally fine. Leave those people alone. My God, let's set up giving meters. Those are human beings. But Lorza suddenly becomes a tough guy and says, "You know, we ought to shame people that don't wear the mask." This is absurd. But Cuomo is right. I like that. What more? There's nothing more we can do, right? You're to stay at home and, and not socialize. And these the, folks, here's the thing that I'm trying to get across to you, though. The, the, there are idiots out there. 
They, I mean, we all know that. And I said it the other day and people were saying that the fact Governor Raimondo is, is not living in a parallel universe. If she thinks everyone can keep track of all these like what's open, what's not, what can you do? As I said, most people don't even know what a yield sign means. And I say that from years of being on the road. They're, they're delusional. People can't follow this type of stuff. It has to be. And, but here's the thing. They shouldn't have to. Let businesses open, set up the guidelines. Oh, restaurants can set up outside, you know, dining in their parking lot. Oh, yeah, there's a real dining experience. What are you talking about? Who's going to serve them? How is that going to be clean? Who wants to do that other than a novelty type of thing? That's something you maybe do once. You're not going to go back and forth. You're not going to go every time like that. Restaurants are in real trouble. Restaurants, no one will address the bathroom situation. I'm trying to get that. If, if I go to one of these outdoor dining restaurants, can I go inside and use the restroom? No one will answer that question. If the answer is no, what are the people supposed to do? Wait till they get home? You have a lot of people that, and especially who goes out to eat a lot? The elderly. What are they, I mean, and they usually visit the restroom once that they're there. But Governor Cuomo coming back, I like that. You have to protect yourself. There's nothing more we can do. <laughs> Think about this. Stay at home. Wash your hands, distance yourself, and these people are all still getting infected. But how many people, you know, I need the government to feed my child in the morning. I need my, the government to feed my child breakfast and lunch. I need the government. I need Governor Raimondo to tell me that she's proud of me. What a good job I've done by staying in my house as if that's some major blanking accomplishment. And these people, does that, can I step out on my porch? Can I go on my deck? Can I stand in my lawn? Can I walk around what, like, we, if, if, if anyone ever wondered, what was the old expression? Better to remain silent than open your mouth and expose yourself as the moron that you are. But Cuomo is exactly right. There's nothing more we can do. You're a human. You're, you're not even an animal. You're supposed to have a brain and think. Look how some lazy, some people have become ridiculously lazy they thought some of these people were taking public transportation they weren't they were just actually at home but obviously not following guidelines oh well i went and saw my sister and then we didn't wash our hands and well then that's how you got it now the good news is i do believe that governor Armando is going to lift the order i do i don't think she's going to back down for several reasons there's no reason to right there's no reason to um, it, I, I want you to also know just how frustrating it is to try to get answers on many of these things. Do you see how much we're spending on those hospitals now that will never, never open, never open those those uh, emergency hospitals, the convention center? Millions and, and none of it is going to open completely unnecessary. But what model were they using? They still won't answer that. See, here's the problem, folks. If you say that they overreacted, if you say that they overreacted, then they say, well, better safe than sorry. And then you say, well, you know, maybe we didn't need to spend millions on the convention center and the Capionato building in uh, in Cranston. And then they'll uh, the governor's people will say, well, because people did a, such a good job staying home, we don't need to do that. Thirty four million. That's the cost. 34 million for field hospitals. That, that is a complete waste. And the hospitals were not even full. So, and, it, and it's very difficult to pin them down because they'll say, well, the reason 
Is it possible that the model you were using was wrong? No, absolutely not. Well, why why don't we need 6,000 hospital beds? Because people followed the order. Well, then why don't you lift the, the order uh, where people are supposed to stay at home? Why don't you lift that order then? Well, because we saw some people out at the park. Listen, you can't have it both ways, okay? And, and I'm tired of trying to debate this where the, I am very curious to see, and I'm not going to waste too much of your time with it, but I'm curious to see if Governor Raimondo, what she's going to do about as far as the media. Uh, she still will not allow, Rhode Island's the only state where the media is not allowed in there. She and, and, and many of you don't recognize it, but a lot of times they don't answer the question. They dodge the question. They dance around the question. Folks, um, it's John DePietro. Again, Attorney Tim Dodd coming up at noon. Governor Raimondo coming up at 1. Now, I think today, if she announces the stay-at-home order is lifted on Saturday, and there's no reason, if you're a business owner, I think it is time. You just have to make a decision. Folks, some of the business owners, and here's the other thing. Some of the business owners, you also need to, like, I I recognize that they could give you a little bit of a hard time, but it's time to, like, have a backbone. Okay, you can't have the likes of Alorza, Ramundo, and some of these other nitwits controlling. If you ever had to rely on them to open your doors, you never would have been in business. Now, there's murder at Hornet. These Hornets that are coming to Rhode Island, coming to America this summer. Folks, I want to remind you about our friends at Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Call them today, 401-821-7800, 821-7800, Winfield Termite and Pest Control, online, winfieldpest.com, Rhode Island's most dependable pest control service. Family-friendly pest control professionals you can trust for your home. Call them, 821-7800. If someone would type that into Facebook Live, 821-7800. They will remove ants, carpenter ants, termites that can damage your home, mice, cockroaches, any pest from your home, yard, business, or commercial property for a free estimate, schedule a home inspection. Call Winfield Termite and Pest Control today, 821-7800. Winfield Termite Pest Control can also protect you from ticks and mosquitoes, and it's going to be a bad season for both. And keep in mind, you have to ask yourself, maybe you feel pretty confident that you could survive the coronavirus, but what if you have Lyme disease and a weakened immune system? What about the fact that mosquitoes have West Nile virus and you don't even know if it could transport another virus? What I'm saying is don't take any chances. Winfield Termite and Pest Control can make sure that your yard, your property does not have dangerous ticks and mosquitoes. Protect your home, family and business. Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Call them right now. 821-7800. Free estimate. 821-7800. This is a time, I regard this as protecting your family and your home. And you don't know how long the stay-at-home order, pests, and and, uh, insects. 821-7800, Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Well, folks, good morning. It's John DePietro. It is the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. Right here, it's AM 1380. You can always listen online at dipetro.com, the website. If you have Google or Alexa, just search WNRI, right, WN Northern or News Rhode Island, and boom, there I am. You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on The John DePetro Show.
Since Kay's Restaurant was established in 1968, we've witnessed a lot of difficult times. In the early years, for instance, textile mills were closed in Woonsocket and the jobs disappeared, but we survived that. The blizzard of 78 crippled the city for weeks, but we persevered. The banking crisis created financial havoc in Woonsocket in the 1990s, but we came back strong. So here we are in May of 2020 with the pandemic crisis, and we will rally again. We are dedicated, hardworking, generous, and caring people here. So let's look to the future knowing that we'll bounce back. It's the Woonsocket spirit. Case thanks you for your support and will continue to offer takeout service for the duration. Check out our new website for menu choices, caserestaurant.com, or call us at 762-9675 or 762-1718. Case promise to you, we not, will continue uh, to be around to serve our great food. Loud, so takeout uh, what exactly, seven days a week. You know, is the situation like this? How much are you going to uh, do this with these types of people? But this plays into, I, I really think, what Governor Cuomo said. And I think that's interesting in New York. Of It's not so much anymore of, you know, we feel bad for these people and you're on the subway and so forth. These people in New York that are getting it, they're staying at home. I love him saying there's nothing more we can do for you. We, we are encouraging you to stay at home. And there's some people that just they refuse to follow direction, absolutely refuse to follow direction. Now, folks, I want to remind you, um, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, Ron's Pastry Gourmet is open today. They also have special hours for Mother's Day located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Ron and Melissa, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now, you could stop in today, have some delicious sausage and pepper, everything baked fresh. They have eggplant. They have meatball calzones, buffalo chicken calzones, Philly cheesesteak calzones, pepperoni and cheese calzones, chicken parm, plain and deluxe spinach pies, pizza strips, cannolis, brownies, uh, delicious cakes, and of course, the Trump chocolate-covered donuts. I'm holding up a picture on uh, Facebook Live. Look at those Trump. How about a thumbs up? The Trump chocolate-covered donuts. Plus, they look for them on Facebook. Ron's pastry gourmet and they also now even carry trump soda now for mother's day they have wandy trays that are available chocolate dipped strawberries they have um coffee mills company delicious they also ready to go lasagna stuffed shells eggplant it's ron's pastry gourmet and this weekend special hours for mother's day they have the mother's day baskets available friday eight to four saturday eight to four sunday eight to one Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in and see Ron and Melissa, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. And, uh, and you know what's amazing is people love the Trump chocolate-covered donuts that are just delicious. While I was there, some woman stopped in. She bought the entire tray. They are flying off the shelves. And uh, the president, by the way, his approval ratings are up. The president continuing to do great. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now, folks, it's John DePietro. Again, today is a big day with Governor Armando. That's something uh, without question to watch. And this business for the Lord's you know, th- th- this is frightening that th- this exposes why someone like uh, Alorza and some of these other people that they want to be relevant and they want to show themselves where they have to make their own orders. It's completely unnecessary. You have someone, um, you, you do see some leaders out there, political leaders, 
And then others, though, there's too many restrictions. What's going to be announced for this weekend? I, I'm anxious, like many of you, to see what's going to happen with the churches. Now, as I've told you, this Monday, there is going to be a rally at the Rhode Island State House between 12 and 2. And you don't even have to get out of your car. And the rally is being organized for people that feel that the restrictions are too tough. And and many business owners, and especially restaurant and store owners, are saying the restrictions they're setting up, they're unrealistic. Restaurant owners are saying, I need 75% of my dining room full to break even. And under the new guidelines, I can only have 30% of my dining room. And they're not even allowing indoor dining. I, You know, the Raimondo administration, they're they're dictating too much to me, in my opinion, as far as how you should operate your business. You do see people in the stores, and I do see people that um, follow social distancing, and they don't crowd up. But let the businesses open. And as far as the churches, that makes no sense to me in any way. In other states, they are allowing people to go to church. I think church right now, for a lot of people— would be very important. I think church should be considered an essential business. And and the governor won't even listen to it. They still won't allow, as I've told many of you, Rhode Island, it's only five people are allowed to attend a funeral. And in Connecticut, which has been hit hard, much worse than Rhode Island, 50 people can go to a funeral in Connecticut and 25 can go to a funeral in Massachusetts. But when you think of a large church, and how much room there is to space people out. And even if you skip every other pew or, you know, you could skip several pews and still fit. You could easily have 50 to 100 people in a church in all distance. And the fact, I believe that the bishop and some of the priests, I think they should just, I think Bishop Tobin should just announce that churches in Rhode Island will be open this, this weekend. And, and, and I want to see the Ramundo administration send police to shut them down. They should announce that they're going to have uh, every fourth pew and only certain people in the pew. And, you know, uh, it's going to be a mass for 30 minutes every hour. And people can wait outside and first come, first serve and, and allow it that way. And don't have don't have hymns. We can sit and listen and have music and let people get communion. And uh, obviously no communion by mouth. You could still have your mask and gloves and even have people saying you have to wear a mask and gloves if you want to go into church or if you want to go into temple. But what, why is it that you can go into all these other stores that are open, but they don't trust the Catholic Church? But I believe, folks, this is time to me that the churches need to push back. The church needs to push back. It is separation of church and state. Bishop Tobin is on firm ground. If he said, guess what? We're opening up the churches this weekend. This is crazy. It's Mother's Day weekend. And as other people have said, so you can go to Walmart, but you can't go to church. And it's made up rules. Let them police it. Let them distance it. Those that don't feel comfortable going, they can stream it. But there are many people that would like to go. Folks, right now at 1139, and I, by the way, I am communicating that to the bishop. I sent him a message saying, I want to go to church this weekend. I'm a Catholic. I went to Catholic school for 12 years. 
Thumbs up if you agree with me on Facebook Live. Let, open up the churches. This is crazy. Who is she? If this were, and here's the thing, if this were Governor Kachiri, the churches would be open. Chafee would not. See, Ramundo and Chafee, amongst a lot of the progressives, there's a huge part of the progressive movement is they're anti-religion, they're atheists, and they look down, frown upon the church, give the church a hard time. I know Governor Ramundo says, you know, I miss going to mass and I like taking her mother, what have you. But actions speak, you know, louder than words. You have a Texas governor. I'd love that. Hey, guess what? Going to church, religion is essential. And I think many people could argue that uh, it is essential part of life. But I'm going to reach out. I, I think the, the bishop could make national news to announce we're going to distance. But this weekend, right now I'm saying this at 1140 and I'm going to talk to him personally. The churches in Rhode Island will be open. This is ridiculous. They're not going to be open. Come on. Listen, I get it. It was an emergency. Uh, I'm not. The governor had to do what she had to do in that moment of emergency. But this is this is as if, you know, you're on the Titanic and it's going down. And there are certain things you have to do in the lifeboats, get everyone to shore. But as you're getting to the shore, is the captain of the ship still in charge of everything? And I would argue no. Folks, I want to remind you about a great store that I would like you to visit. And it's it's my health is the name of it. It's my health in Cumberland, 1099 Menden Road. It's Marie at it's my health is the name of it. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call Marie at 305-3585. She has so many vital things that you need to keep yourself healthy during this. I want you to stop in. If you're in northern Rhode Island, maybe you're in the car right now, pop in to it's my health, 1099 Menden Road. I'll bet right now there's someone on Menden Road going by it. Pop in and say hello to Marie. She does social distancing inside. You can pick up the delicious acai berry, this phenomenal antioxidant that she sells right there on top of uh, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies. She has local products like acai berry, which is this incredible antioxidant. It's good for you and your family. She also has honey and maple syrup and beef fresh gum, octave skin brushes. At, at It's My Health in Cumberland, over 250 bulk herbs, tea, spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teases, hemp and CBD products for oral and topical use from companies, natural skincare, hair care products. Folks, stop in and see Marie. It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401 305 3585. 305 3585. I'll bet you've ridden by her fantastic store right there in that white church. Well, it used to be a white church. And now the spirit of health remains at It's My Health. You see the uh, open sign with the flag? Stop in and see Marie. I would love it if you will. That old church was built in 1860. It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Folks, it's John DePietro. Again, today is a significant day. As we're waiting to see exactly what Governor Raimondo does, regardless of that, regardless of that, I really believe um, that I don't know what you know. And actually, let me rephrase that. I'm not sure what to believe anymore because I didn't believe a lot of these numbers. There's still a lot of answers we haven't gotten from the Department of Health. Uh, there's been obviously I get it. This was a pandemic. It was an emergency. They were certainly caught off guard. But with what's going on with the 
the situation with the uh, those hospitals, the convention center, the amount of money that has been spent. And, and I get that they're saying, well, that's FEMA money. I know, but it's still our money, right? I mean, it's still federal money that is being spent in that way. And I, I just think that it, it's wasted. I mean, when you look at uh, how many people and where the deaths really have occurred, it has been... It has been in the nursing homes, and there's obviously a major problem with this is one of the problems when you run a sanctuary city because there's a communication problem in reaching those people. One of the reasons why Central Falls in Providence, it shouldn't be a mystery, why they've had a such, such a tough time is the fact uh, because of the, the communication problem that exists when you have people that are not supposed to be here. And they don't speak the language and they're difficult to communicate with. When we had Dan McGowan on yesterday, you have some people in the Haitian community that didn't think that black people could get it because they saw all these people in China and then in Italy. And and they thought for some reason that they were immune to it. And it's really the the opposite. Uh, and it was in Dan McGowan's story in the Boston Globe yesterday. And that is the fact that um, of just how many you know that was a question can black people get the people of color can they actually are they immune from getting the coronavirus now as much as we can say how ludicrous that is those people and then a lot of the, the people in that you know fit that category they weren't taking it seriously and they certainly weren't taking the precautions that that you and i were taking how about alorza also this is folks where things are going to get interesting and that is um alorza you know talk about he is just someone he's not someone of courage Right. I, I don't think he is someone of courage. He doesn't have a backbone. This is a time to step up and just explain. You're, we are dealing with adults. You have to be adults here. So one of the things that they are talking about is in the city of Providence now uh, that there's going to be furlough days. So he introduced his budget. But what he didn't say was the only way they're going to come close to a budget in the city of Providence is going to be if they furlough some of the employees. It's not clear how many. A furlough day means the employee does not work and does not get paid. Full pension, of course, is based on the original salary, God forbid. Now, the furloughs just doing, I think they're talking about five, five furlough days, and that would only save the city about $1.5 million. They need to do a lot more. They need to do a lot more. He said it had said everything's on the table, furloughs, layoffs. But when he released it, his plan, he did not disclose. It was Channel 12 that discovered the fact that he included these furlough days in his uh, proposal. But that is something that, listen, it is what it is, you know, as they say. Uh, If the agreement can't be reached with the union, they're going to look for other cost reductions to balance the budget. How about bankruptcy? That sounds like a good alternative to that. But will Rhode Island need $34 million field hospitals, $1 million per month to rent? They're going to be empty. They're breaking it down, the one at the convention center. Uh, there's nothing about that that makes sense. Three buildings were retrofitted, beds, other equipment, at a cost of under $34 million. <sighs> Think about that. And it, you know, folks, if, if they didn't have that, that convention center is sitting empty. There's a lot of accusations. I should say there are some accusations, strike that, accusations that this was done to throw the unions a bone. If the unions would 
go along with some of the reductions and play ball with flexibility in the, God forbid, the state worker union contracts. But one of the things about it was they threw them this money at the convention center. It's all wrong. I in no way are justifying it or condoning it in any way. Um, But at the same time, it it is definitely connected. So today is a big day with uh, Governor Mundo expected to make an announcement of the stay at home. I really want to see exactly what they're going to be announcing um, as far as some of the openings on Saturday, how fast. I think this thing could move a lot faster. What, What I am fearful of, folks, what I am fearful of is just the fact that when they decide, okay, now we're ready to reopen, I'm just wondering, there are some businesses that are not going to make it. There are already some businesses, by the way, that have said that they have closed and they're not going to reopen. They're just not going to reopen. They, they don't have the capability to do it. But I, I don't like uh, the fact that the, the state is controlling all aspects of people's business. Providence Mayor Jorge Loza proposed budget starts in July relying on week-long furloughs for employees. Larry Mancini testified they were already budgeted in. Discussions still ongoing with the employees' union. Why do they even need a union if you're a city employee? That, that shouldn't be allowed. You know, in certain states, they don't allow public sector employee unions. Why, why do you even need that? Delay scheduled raises. These people are lucky to have a job. Five furlough days, that's it. They're complaining about five furlough days. Do you realize how many of these people, you could lose half of the workforce in the city of Providence and the city would not skip a beat. And that's that's Alors' idea of he's really putting the pedal to the metal, right? Five furlough days. You, they should start the layoffs in Providence because that the, the, the real truth is you don't you don't need all those people. You just don't. You don't need all those people. They have they're way too top heavy. You could easily trim that workforce in the city and the state, by the way. Does the state of Rhode Island really need 16,000 state workers when New Hampshire has under 6,000 state workers? You could make an argument the state of Rhode Island has 10,000 extra workers than they actually need. Uh, but that that's when they start to move on that, that's when I'll start to believe that, that this is real. And what I think is they're going to be forced to do it. And it should not come in the way of car tolls. That is not an option. Hey, folks, on this Thursday, I want to remind you, if you want to give yourself a raise, what if I told you you could have an extra $200 a month? How about an extra $300 a month or $400 a month? Let's just say if you gave yourself a raise and you had an extra $200 a month in the course of a year, you're basically saving close to $2,500 extra dollars. Well, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, that's what they do. They call them, let Alex and Scott, let them save you money. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, located 1529 in Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. You can call them free consultation over the phone, 353-9300, 401 401- Three five three ninety three hundred. Let them help you save money. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. And they'll help you save money on your life insurance, home, auto, business. Um, and on top of that, keep in mind, this time of year in the warmer months, you need protection for yourself now. As far as your boat, your RV, maybe jet skis, maybe some kind of an off-road vehicle, or a motorcycle. Call them. It's very simple. 
free consultation. They have a great Facebook page and website. The website is A.E. Mazika, M-A-Z-I-K-A, A.E. Mazika.com. Look for them on Facebook, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. But it's very simple. Let them help you save money. It's like giving yourself a monthly raise. And over the course of a year, think about that. If Scott or Alex says, hey, guess what? Good news. I can save you $200 a month. You just gave yourself twenty-five, close to $2,500 extra dollars a year. A.E. Mazika, call them right now. 401-353-9300. 401-353-9300. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. And folks, also, by the way, I wanted to mention this. If you ever hear me mention one of our very valued sponsors, and then later you think of it, but you don't remember the name of the company or the phone number, contact me. I do this all the time. Someone says, you know, I was riding along and I heard you mention that company that has the very special cleaning device. And I don't remember the name and I don't remember the phone number, but could you get, yes, it's Soul Source Restoration, 401-712-2700. Soul Source Restoration. They do coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service. 401-712-2700. My point is, uh, I'd be happy to give you uh, their, their numbers and so forth. And by the way, I don't feel, uh, well, I don't want to bother you. I, I do it all the time. I absolutely do it all the time. Now, folks, also, now remember, go to the website. If you have a specific question for Governor Mundo, I am going to be talking to the governor today. Go to my website, visit the website, petro.com. You'll see contact, contact John. Click on that. It's a direct email right to me. By the way, once you're there at the website, I also remind you the uh, song that we've done, the parody song and video that we did is really taking off. And uh, you would enjoy it if you enjoy the program. But visit the website, petro.com. And remember, at the top is click and listen listen live. You can always listen to the program that way. This portion of the program is brought to you by Competition Shooting Supplies. Remember, your Second Amendment headquarters is Competition Shooting Supplies. Stop in and see John Francis. He has ammo. You need firearms. A lot of places are sold out. He has ammo and he can get you firearms. And you're going to need them. This could be a summer of unrest. Lock up, lock and load at Competition Shooting Supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Now, where's that? Easy to get to. Last exit off of 95. You go past the Attleboro train station, and then you're going to run right into the intersection of Newport Avenue and Benefit Street. There is a Benefit Street in Providence, but John Francis is located in Pawtucket. Competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. You can call them at 727-1716. Stop in. Ammo, firearms, accessories, and there's no one more knowledgeable than my friend John Francis. And by the way, now, um, due to the enormous increase in firearm purchase transfers, they, they have adjusted their hours. But if you contact John, he'll be more than helpful with you. Folks, competition shooting supplies, they're open right now. Tuesday through Thursday, 10 to 6. Friday, 10 to 7. Saturdays, 9 to 4.30. Close on Sunday and Monday. Competition shooting supplies. Folks, your Second Amendment headquarters. Call him, 727-1716. Stock up on some ammo. And remember, uh, they have Mother's Day gift certificates. Ammo makes a great Mother's Day gift. Or uh, some of the accessories. Or tell your mom you love her by giving her a nice firearm. Competition shooting supplies. Mother's Day headquarters. 
435 Benefit Street of Pawtucket. How about a thumbs up for the humor on Facebook Live? No, stop it and see John Francis. Nothing says you love your mom more than giving her some ammo from competition shooting supplies or a nice gift certificate. See our friend John Francis. So, folks, coming up, we're going to have the 12 o'clock news. Um, and then Tim Dodd is going to join me next hour, our legal segment. And several of you have uh, submitted questions to me for Tim Dodd, which I don't mind doing. And he'll answer that as well. And then coming up at 1 o'clock, we will carry uh, Governor Mundo with her daily press briefing. And again, it is big because I don't think let – me, let me say this. I'd be very surprised. I would be very surprised if, in fact um, – if, if if the governor does not lift the stay-at-home order. I'm also saying, Tim Nisi saying, reporters are expected to be back in the room to ask questions at Monday's briefing, uh, expected to be moved to a bigger venue to allow social distancing. Now, that's interesting. So we don't know where that uh, is going to be. So, uh, and also, how about Kathy Gregg has the story, the search continues for answers to questions about the burst water pipe damaged a portion of the state stockpile of the uh, face and mask, other, no one is willing to say what happened. Think about that. That is ludicrous. Folks, this shutdown of information has got to come to an end. So I'm very anxious to hear exactly what we're going to learn about where the press briefings are going to be. Now, I don't understand why it has to be moved because that room is huge, as a matter of fact. Um, Monday is expected to be the first uh, weekday of phase one of the reopening. Logistics of a live daily with uh, everyone six feet apart. So that's what they're waiting on. Maybe it's going to be at uh, at the Vets Auditorium, which is basically across from the State House. Maybe it's going to be held there. Uh, that that where the governor. Just so you know, I have been the the room where the governor that she uses is is enormous. It's the state room of the State House. Um, it's it's huge. I don't understand. I don't have any. Uh, I don't know why you couldn't just use that room. As I've told and I've said before, I've been in the White House press office and you could fit where you have Dr. Fauci, the president of the United States, Dr. Burks, and there more and all the reporters six feet apart. You could fit three White House press offices inside the state room at the Rhode Island State House. Three of them. So but now they're saying they're going to move it to a bigger venue. I, I don't I don't understand what that's about. If they're saying they need a bigger venue, I'm going to guess it's going to be the Vets Auditorium, which is basically across from the State House. Now, that to me, so it's a stage. I, I, I don't understand why you would why they would need that unless they really want to have the reporters far away from the governor. It's got to be a control thing at this point. It has to be right. Why else would you why else would you do that? It doesn't make any sense to me uh, that we'd have to move it that far. I don't see why. You could easily, as I've said, uh, you could easily do it, and you would be certainly far enough away from the governor, uh, more than that, and the other reporters. So I I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. But at least some reporters there would make sense because the current lineup doesn't make sense. Now, depending on what time it is, uh, I plan on going to that. I'm sure her briefing, she still wants to carry them. It's just a matter. But then we also have the uh, the protest on Monday. So we'll have to wait and see. Well, folks, uh, it's John DePietro. Now, again, coming up next hour, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 12 o'clock news. Attorney Tim Dodd joins me next hour for our legal segment. Coming up at 1 o'clock, Governor Amundo. 
it is important to find out what the governor plans to announce as far as the uh, phase one loosening the restrictions in the state coming up for this starting on Saturday. Um, I I don't believe that they're going to postpone that. I don't. So we're going to have to wait and see. Now, remember, folks, you can listen online at the website, depetro.com. Listen at the website, depetro.com. And then uh, it's AM 1380. Go to the website if you want to shoot me a question to ask the governor, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, and then follow me on Facebook and also on Twitter. So stay tuned. We're going to do the 12 o'clock news. Attorney Tim Dodd is coming your way next. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. So far, stocks have shrugged off another bad weekly jobless claims report. Stocks have been trading higher through the morning despite another 3.2 million Americans filing for first-time unemployment claims last week because of the virus pandemic. It brings the number of initial jobless claims to over 33 million since the pandemic began. China's cover-up directly led to this crisis. Republican U.S. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy there. The Communist Party of China hid the seriousness of this disease, led a propaganda campaign blaming the U.S. Telling reporters this morning that China is continuing to deny scientists from the U.S. entry so as to research the origins of the virus. One of President Trump's personal valets at the White House now testing positive for COVID-19. And this is USA Radio News. Yes, we can do that. Yes. Yes, we'd be happy to help. Small business owners hear yes quite often at Milford Federal Savings and Loan. That's why if you're talking to banks about your business's commercial lending needs, then Milford Federal should be part of the conversation. We want to help businesses like yours prosper and grow. Because like you, we're part of this community. In fact, we've been your local bank since 1887. So whether you're purchasing real estate, expanding your present business, or refinancing existing debt, Milford Federal can help with commercial mortgages, term loans, equipment financing, lines of credit, and more. And with local decision-making, you won't have to wait for the financial support your business needs. To start a conversation, please call Milford Federal at 508-381-5228 today. Remember...